I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, October 17th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, for your fact of the day, there is a 20% spike in marmalade sales following the death of Queen Elizabeth II, who professed her love for the fruit preserve in a popular skit with Paddington Bear earlier this year. In the skit, Paddington Bear pulls out a marmalade sandwich, which he is well known for, and Queen Elizabeth says she also has one in her purse that she just takes a bite into whenever she's feeling a bit hungry. And this is a really fun way to commemorate the Queen's life for everyone who's buying marmalade right now. But they may also be paying a bit more at the grocery store for it because consulting from Cantor's data showed that grocery inflation in the UK increased to 13.9%. That's a record high since the firm began tracking supermarket prices in 2008. So while it's a great way to commemorate the Queen's life and marmalade is a delicious fruit preserve to put on a sandwich, it's going to cost you a bit more. Peak Pals, we've got three great stories for you today. For our first story, we're going British, a heavy British episode, more drama at 10 Downing Street. For our second story, weather is going private. And for our last story, data shows that you might want to find a new job. For our first story, embattled British Prime Minister Liz Truss made another U-turn yesterday, firing her top finance official, quasi courting and reversing plans to slash corporate taxes. So first, let's get you caught up on all the British political drama going on right now. So all eyes are on Truss as she scrambles to hang on as leader after a disastrous first few weeks in office, during which her government's economic proposals, which she heavily campaigned on, brought the UK to the edge of a financial crisis. Now, Truss and Quartang pitched a quote-unquote mini-budget, including not so many unfunded tax cuts to which investors reacted by dumping UK government bonds, which they call gilt, and the British pound, forcing the Bank of England to intervene. Now, trust in her allies have abandoned much of the initial plan for the economy, but it may not be enough to restore stability to the markets. The yield on 10-year gilt rose yesterday, which indicates a lack of investor confidence in Britain's fiscal stability, and the value of the pound continued to fall. Now, here's what's next. So speculation is growing over whether Truss will be turfed by her, her own party. Now, one tabloid has gone so far as to launch a live feed measuring whether her time in office will outlast a head of grocery store lettuce. Beth Rigby in the UK reported that asked a former cabinet minister about the PM's prospects, they texted back, as we both know, this is only going to end one way. So it's not looking great for Liz Truss. And here's why all of this matters. As troubles for the global economy mount, economic chaos that looks to be confined to one country, say Britain, that could quickly spiral into a global problem that could even affect us here in Canada. For our second story, if you've tried to plan a day at the park recently, you've probably been the victim of unpredictable weather. It happens to all of us. Now, driving the news on this topic, weather forecasts have always been unreliable. The atmosphere is constantly changing. But as the weather becomes even more unpredictable with climate change, sports leagues, airlines, and even militaries are turning to private forecasters. Companies like Tomorrow.io offer data once provided exclusively by governments, along with advice on how to deal with the changing climate. According to Bloomberg, the company has raised $260 million and signed deals with Delta, the NFL, and even the U.S. Air Force since its 2016 launch. And here's why all of this matters. So accurate weather prediction can help the U.S. Open go off without a hitch. Well, last year, Hurricane Ida left spectators stranded in floods. But beyond that, having a bigger sense and better sense of the severity of disasters like Hurricane Fiona, that can actually save lives. Now, private forecasters have launched their own weather satellites into orbit. They're aggregating data from existing sources. 
and mix in added signals collected from things like cell towers and car windshield wipers, which gives them a better look at the overall weather situation. They can provide a recommendation, like telling Uber it should keep drivers out of certain areas when wildfire and smoke is blanketing the streets. But, and there's a but to all of this, a meteorologist at MIT told Bloomberg he worries about privatization replacing government services for sharing weather data, particularly during emergencies, since lots of little data sets are almost useless by themselves. Now to zoom out, while no company can anticipate exactly how extreme and volatile the weather can get these days, better technology and coverage are a small step in the right direction. For a third story, if you're looking to move up the ranks at your company, you might just want to find a new one. At least that's according to a new study that found that what you do isn't as important as who you do it for. Now, where you work has, quote unquote, big consequences, the Burning Glass Institute's president told the Wall Street Journal. But workers don't have the visibility to make an informed choice. And this is what's driving the news right now. Choosing the right employer as a young worker, even within the same industry, can translate into promotions, higher wages, or more opportunities to advance than a degree, work experience, or skills acquired on the job, per the Wall Street Journal. Now, the high number of inexperienced and new workers that take on entry-level roles in retail, that's Gap, Nordstrom, Macy's, means that the sector has sky-high advancement rates. At tech companies like AT&T, Apple, and Cisco, entry-level employees might not earn as as many promotions, but gain specialized skills that they can then take to other companies. And despite the boom and bust cycle of oil and gas, mining, and manufacturing, companies in these sectors offer high job stability, but it becomes difficult to transition out of them. And in terms of why this all matters, as the labor market weakens, as employers continue to cite a skills gap in their workforce as a problem, tracking companies that are proven to guide employees up the corporate ladder will become critical information for both other employees and those seeking work. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. And Peak Pals, have a great week.